0: Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining the Naturally Nino podcast. Um, I am so excited for this week's episode. I have an awesome guest. Her name is Monica Eva, and she's a registered holistic nutritionist, an instructor at the Canada School of Natural Nutrition, and the founder of the Balanced Body Method, her 12 week holistic program specifically designed to help women rebalance their hormones so they can lose weight skyrocket their energy and regain full control of their mood and i feel that so so much monica i love what you're doing <laughs> and thank you so much for coming on to my podcast
1: today absolutely thank you for having me
0: yeah of course um so i actually came across your page randomly in my newsfeed somehow and then i happened to click on it and i was just like scrolling through like all of your posts and I really just love the message that you're sending out to women. And I love the fact that you speak so much on how all of these disorders or a lot of autoimmune disorders, I should say, really come from the root cause of just imbalanced hormones. So I'd love if you could just kind of share what your health journey has been like wherever you want to start that (laughs) and how and and how did you get to where you are now I guess like how did you how did you discover that hormone health is the key so you know what
1: I'll tell you from the very beginning but it'll be a little bit shorter than usual because I could talk about this for a very long time but my my health journey really began over 15 years ago I was about 18, 19 years old, struggling with losing weight, you know, like any young girl had gained mm, like a fair amount of weight. Like I would say about 20 pounds or so, and I just wanted to lose it. So I tried all these different things. And in the beginning, I saw great results, but then over time, the weight would either come back. Honestly, I was like your typical yo-yo dieter. I Uh would lose 10 pounds to gain 15 back, right? And so... You know, these different methods that I resorted to always left me feeling crappier and crappier each time I did them. And so like one thing led to another. And before I knew it, like my health just spiraled out of control. Like I was taking crazy like fat burners, like drinking so much caffeine. I was stressed out. I was getting anxious, like had all these issues with my energy and I couldn't figure out exactly what it was. And it didn't matter what doctor I went to, they all said the same thing, like, you either need to go on an antidepressant, you're too stressed out, like, it's your anxiety, it's this, it's something wrong with you, (laughs) birth control pill, like, maybe that's what you need, you know? So obviously, I didn't have the knowledge that I have now, so I tried all these things. I went on antidepressants, I took things for anxiety, I went on the birth control pill, and all of these things left me feeling worse. Right, right and so what ended up happening was i'm that type of person where i don't like to take no for an answer i knew that there was a different solution for me and i thought i'm going to take matters into my own hands so i started googling things and i came across a holistic nutritionist and i ended up working with her um but this was like a while ago right back Uh then holistic nutritionists weren't as popular and so it was considered as alternative medicine
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so she didn't really have a lot of availability. Like, I mean, she was doing this as like a part-time job. It wasn't her full-time gig. And so I started dabbling in the research that she shared with me, all this different education. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to go out and learn all this stuff for myself. So I enrolled at the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. Wow. And I thought like, no one needs to figure this out. I'm going to figure out my own issues right. for myself. So I enrolled in school. I did this part-time back then. I had a a corporate legal career. So, you know, was juggling school part-time working full-time and doing all these things. And, ah, before you (laughs) do it, I ended up graduating, solved my own issues and just, I've never felt better. Wow. Yeah. I can definitely relate
0: to that. I mean, I went to college and I majored in art and child development, but, I was dealing with a lot of health issues personally with my thyroid and high cholesterol and things like that. And every time I would go to the doctor, like something inside of me, by the time I got to high school, I don't know what it was, but I'm like, there's got to be an answer. Like I just, in my head made up this thing where I, I was sick of how I was feeling and I was sick of popping these pills that they're just prescribing. And I'm like, well, what's the point if they're not solving the problem and they're telling me I have to depend... On them for my the rest of my entire life like that terrified me more and I was like something inside of my head just clicked and I'm like what if they're wrong what if what if there is a way to fix this and I'm just not being told so I went on this crazy research mission (laughs) by myself and In that process, I started discovering all these things and all these amazing people that had remission stories and recovery stories and healing stories, and they were sharing what they did to help fix the issues that they were dealing with. And I came across so many women, for example, that were able to heal their thyroids, which, if you go to the doctor, a typical medical Western doctor will tell you that it is literally impossible for you to do that. I've been told so many times by every single doctor that I have visited that it is not possible. They would look me dead in the face and say, Yeah, just don't read that stuff because it's not real. And I'm like, But, there's hundreds of women like this and they're all real. <laughs> so, right. You know, I I completely I hear you on that and it's it's kind of crazy because I feel like also when you discover this stuff and you see it work on yourself firsthand and you feel
1: it, you can't go back. It's true. Like I cannot go back and <clears throat> You know, the thing is, is, I mean, now I work with a lot of clients who share with me the same stories that I went through that you're sharing with me where their doctor will say, like, I'm sorry, but it's just a prescription and you're going to have to take it for the rest of your life. And, you know, I'm not like, I believe in doctors and what they do. I think there's a time and place for them. I don't think when you're dealing with hormones, though, people who don't really know exactly, you know, how to heal things. They might not be the best people to approach,
0: right? Exactly. No, I I totally agree. So, what did you do after you graduated? Is that when is that when you made your decision to make the switch, or was it more of a gradual transition
1: into? You mean healing my body and like well,
0: healing your body and then realizing, like having this moment of epiphany and being like, wow, I actually love
1: this. Yeah. So basically, for myself, I because honestly, I've been. Practicing holistic nutrition for a decade, right? And so, in terms of like for myself, my own principles that I believed in. And so, I've always believed in the power of food and in the power of the body being able to heal itself as long as we support it with the things that it needs. And so, for me, after I mean, while I was in school, I was already seeing all these changes. Once I graduated, I then decided to specialize in hormones. So, I took more education so that I could really understand what it was because. It was towards the end of um, of my education, like towards the end of me finishing the holistic nutritionist designation that something clicked. I had this aha moment. I thought, you know what? All of this is stemming from my hormones and all of this comes back to inflammation. That is my problem. It's not like anxiety is not the issue. Weight gain is not the issue. None of these things are issues. They're all symptoms from the body that something is off. Yeah. And that is when I thought, okay, I'm going to go tackle hormones next. Cause now I have the foundation. So now let me learn about hormones. And then, you know, alongside a naturopath on my team, like we put things together, designed a protocol. And that's when everything for me really, really changed. Wow. And then
0: did you decide that that's what you were going to do for like ever then? And you're like, I'm
1: leaving corporate after that. (laughs) It didn't, (laughs) like half <laughs> but I thought to myself, like, this is what I want to do. This is what fuels me. This is what I'm so passionate about. And so I started having, like, I started first part-time. I kept my full-time job until I felt comfortable enough to take this on full-time. But right. I've been doing this full-time now for over two years. Wow. That,
0: that is honestly incredible. And you should be so proud of yourself because not a lot of people are able to have that epiphany and then run with it and take the risk to leave that corporate job, you know, because it's corporate. We all know it's kind of a given, although in, in today's world, who knows? What's, nothing is a given anymore, but um, your health is actually very, very necessary. So, but I know that I'm sure you're probably super happy and thriving that you did go ahead and take that risk and make that leave because, I mean, you're doing such amazing work and helping so many women now make that same realization and under, you know, helping educate more individuals that what we have been taught is not true and that there's actually ways to heal our bodies
1: and, you know, before it gets bad. So true. And you know, the biggest thing for me is I just genuinely feel like this is what I was meant to do. And everything before that, I was kind of just lost. You know? Yeah. Like I wasn't, I mean, I was doing things like I come from immigrant parents. So I feel like the pressure was strong. Like you're either oh, a doctor. Yeah, where are you from? Um, so Poland. I was born in Poland. Oh wow. Yeah, so my parents were always very strict with me. Like, yeah. you be a lawyer or you're going to be a doctor. Because, yeah. You know, nothing else matters kind of thing. And I, I can like, relate. <laughs> and so I feel like that's kind of how I got on into, the, into the legal career. And it wasn't until going through all these different health issues where I discovered, you know what, this career is not serving me. This is not what I was meant to do. Like, it's not in alignment with what I truly believe in.
0: Yeah. I, I, it's so funny that you say that because I totally relate. Um, I was born in Ukraine. So oh. my parents, uh, my mom is Russian Ukrainian. My dad was Georgian. So, and it's also, it's that immigrant mentality where, you know, we can't blame them for feeling this way because they're just applying what they have seen yes. as they were growing up and like what, you know, who was successful. And the thing is that, times have changed here in america right it's no longer that if you're a doctor you're a lawyer you're whatever that you're all set to go and and you're gonna have this amazing life it's it's like this misconception where that only doctors and lawyers can make really great money and then everyone else is just <laughs> you know and i would always like tell my i like well what do you think everyone else is doing because i just want <laughs> you to know the millionaires are not doctors and <laughs> so
1: funny, but it's so true. It's so true.
0: And honestly, it's like at the end of the day, you know, when you think about it and you get older, I feel like you start to realize that you can make money in any field that you work in, but really what does that all matter if you're not in love with what you're doing? Like if you are feeling miserable every single day of your life, What's the point of doing that? Because if you're feeling miserable, well, let's take our kind of beliefs into this, right? If I'm going into work and I'm not happy and I'm not feeling good, I'm going to start making myself and my physical body not feel good where I'm like, you know, the typical story that you hear working nine to five, but dreading going to work on a Monday, waiting starting the countdown on monday for friday and then like and 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 it's this crazy um cycle of almost delusion that people get tricked themselves into believing is normal because so many of us do it where we know all that does
1: is then what it causes imbalances it's exact. honestly, it's the exact same thing. And you can apply this towards health too, right? When we do the wrong things for our bodies, you kind of get caught in this vicious cycle where you keep going, you keep going, and it throws all the balance off out of your body.
0: 100%. Yeah. So what would you say um, is usually the top three, I would say, biggest symptoms that and let's just narrow it down to a woman um, that a woman would feel if she's experiencing hormone imbalances. Let's say someone's listening to this right now and they're like, Well, I don't what does a hormone imbalance even mean? How would I even know that it's like? So, what are would you say are the top three indicators that might suggest?
1: That they might be dealing with hormone imbalance for sure. So the three very main ones that I see, like day in and day out, is number no. one is energy. Energy is huge. When people feel like they're just exhausted, they are very fatigued. They might feel sluggish, lethargic, like unmotivated sometimes, where they just want to sit on their couch, watch Netflix, you know, eat their potato chips, and that's it. Like no house chores, none of that stuff. Um, like you, I see a lot of that. So that fatigue or sometimes what ends up happening is they're fatigued all day long. And then at the end of the day, the second wind kicks in and they have all the energy that they didn't have during the day. Right. So it's kind of like this dysregulated energy where, cause naturally when you wake up, you're supposed to like wind up for the day, feel like you have this energy to do all this stuff. And as the day progresses, you're supposed to wind down Yeah. in some people. Actually, in the majority of people that have hormone imbalances, it's the reverse. They wake up exhausted and wow. then they get the energy towards the end of the day. So that's number one. Um, a second one is would be weight gain, like weight either gaining weight suddenly mm-hmm. without any reason. So obviously, if you're having like cake and cookies every single day, and you know you're eating like three, <laughs> four, five thousand calories daily, can't help fine. you there. <laughs> and weight gain. But if you're someone who eats generally healthy and then all of a sudden, you know, like in the past two, three months, you've gained 25 pounds. You're like, "Uh oh, like what's going on there? That is um, an indication that metabolism has slowed down. So this is directly related back to the thyroid, right? Thyroid is our master um, metabolism hormone. So it's going to have a huge effect on the way our body converts calories. So you're going to have issues with either gaining the weight or struggling to lose weight so i work with a lot of women who you know are eating like less than 1200 calories a day and they're thinking calories in versus calories out i'm in this big caloric deficit why is weight not dropping off my body and it's because they have a hormone imbalance mm. when this happens your body literally will go into this fat storing mode um and then the third thing is moods so It manifests differently in different people. But when you have like really big mood swings or emotional outbursts, like sometimes people get very weepy, right? Like you can tell that there's, you know, like it's not normal to, for instance, like ball your eyes out because you see a commercial. (laughs) Like that used to happen to me all the time. Or like you feel anxiety all of a sudden, it just comes out of nowhere. That is also a very big indicator that there is definitely something off with hormones and it needs to be addressed before it manifests into something worse that you can't control. And I can definitely testify to that.
0: Um, I used to battle hypothyroidism and I know when I was trying to slow down on my Synthroid medication and kind of transition to not depending on it, I had to do it really, really slowly because... Um, There was one time when I was like, enough of this medication, I'm done. And I like just stopped taking all of my pills. Mind you, I've been taking Synthroid since I was 10 years old, okay? So obviously my body was heavily dependent on it. And when I did that, I experienced every single one of those symptoms that you just explained. I literally, no energy to the point that I literally could not physically get out of bed. And that scared me. And I'm like, wow. Like, it was just like this moment of awakening and also vulnerability where I am not in control of my body. And I even remember, like, it took me about a year, I would say, to stabilize my thyroid. But within that year of me minimizing how much, like, the dosage that I was taking to the point where I was taking none. And then from, the point of when I was taking none to when my hormone actually stabilized, I went through all of those cycles where I would get anxiety. I would get this, like this weird burst of energy where I literally would not sleep. And even I find myself sometimes like if I, because I don't take any medication for my thyroid now, I have to be really cautious with what Mm -hmm. i To my body, and I've noticed that, like, if I do eat something that I can't have, like, let's say if I have tofu or if I have too much broccoli, right? It starts affecting my thyroid, and all of a sudden, I start feeling the waves come on, you know. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling weird, you know. Sorry, my dog. (laughs) Let me close the door. (laughs) I got scared. (laughs) Sorry about that. But yeah, and, you know, it definitely is a real thing. And I think once you start paying attention to those symptoms, that's kind of when
1: you know something is going on. For sure. And, you know, a lot of women that I work with, and even I can attest for myself, when I had these hormone imbalances, maybe I didn't know necessarily it was a hormone imbalance at the time, but I knew something was off. I knew deep down inside, like my gut was saying, these doctors don't even know what the hell they're talking about because if they did, you wouldn't be, still be feeling this way, right? Like months have been going by. You're not getting any answers. You're still feeling like crappy. Crappier than I was probably when I got to them, cause it was going on for such a long time. And so now I already knew something was up. Right.
0: No, I 100% agree with that. So what do you, um, so when you're working with clients, I guess, um, So now that we've kind of addressed what those top three symptoms are usually, what do you normally recommend to your client, let's say, that is having that issue?
1: Yeah, so we basically, we start with cleaning up the diet because there's a lot of um, additives, preservatives, pesticides, herbicides that are on our foods that contribute to affecting our hormones because they're either affecting our gut health or they are um, just affecting the, or rather creating inflammation in the body. They're either adding more toxins into our body, Mm -hmm. which causes our liver to become overburdened. Right. And then we can't eliminate. And then we have these toxins circulating in our blood. Right. Another thing too, is that, and this is kind of where my protocol comes into place, but we each have our own unique inflammatory triggers. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I help my clients discover what their unique inflammatory triggers are so that we can remove them out of the body, allow the body to heal, do Mm -hmm. gut healing, and then reintroduce those foods so that they're no longer these offending inflammatory triggers. So that's in a nutshell, basically what we do. Is that, are you referring to the, the balanced body method? Yes, I am. So <laughs> body
0: method. I, yeah, I would really love for you to share a little bit more about that and kind of um, how did you even develop that or
1: create it? So, you know, it's, it's actually based off of like the success that I had with rebalancing my hormones. And so it, it's called the balanced body method because it's all, it's focused around bringing balance back into the body. Okay. So that's where I got the name from. And it was (laughs) like, it's just what I used on myself to heal my body. Um, and then, so after I had success, I mean, I had friends and family members who were going through very similar issues. And so, you know, I started to kind of help them out and then they had such amazing success. And I thought, you know what, I'm on to something like this is information that Every woman deserves to have access to it, deserves. Uh-huh. To know. And so there's nothing really like it out there as typical, um, when, you know, and, and a lot of the women I work with, they come to me because they're struggling to lose weight. They're trying right. to lose weight and they can't. And the majority of them, I would say 90% of them have a hormone imbalance and don't even know it. Yeah. This is why they're not, they're putting in all this effort to losing weight and not seeing any results. And so, basically when, um, when they come to me, we figure all this out, we start rebalancing the body. And so that's where it got its name. And, uh, so I just knew like this was information that I need to share and typical weight loss programs. They don't take into account women's hormones or managing inflammation or addressing gut. Right. right? Like it's usually counting calories or looking at macros or Doing some crazy exercise, boot camp, whatever it might be. And, and, and it's gonna solve everything. Right? <laughs> Temporarily until right. things like blow up in your face, right? Yeah.
0: What have you found um, is the most effective for
1: healing the gut? So you do have to remove those inflammatory triggers. So there's obviously like the common ones, like the wheat, uh, gluten, like a lot of times I find that it's overprocessed stuff, overprocessed foods. Mm-hmm. alcohol, these things. So you do have to remove these types of foods out of the diet. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also have to include supplements that are going to help heal the lining.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but you do like, you have to follow it in an order, right? Cause sometimes, you know, I'm always hesitant to tell people like these are great supplements because people think that they can just go out and buy, for instance, like glutamine or collagen powder and drink it and they're going to heal their gut but you have to really follow the steps. You can't just jump to the gut healing. You've got to remove those offending foods and clean up the diet and do all that work, right? Get those energy levels up and all that. But I would say when it comes to gut healing, definitely like my favorite is either homemade bone broth uh huh, or um, like with the addition of L-glutamine powder or collagen powder. Mm.
0: And so do you have um, your clients kind of do... A couple of days on the bone broth or do you have them just inc- like basically follow a sort of an elimination diet where they remove all as much as they can from their diet in regards to processed foods dairy gluten things like that and then incorporate the bone broth and have them eat it with
1: solid foods too or do they do like a couple of days on just the bone broth potentially it would just depend on the client everyone is so too. so they get like a customized recommendation because some people are, they're not able to, for instance, you know, not, not eat like, just right, to, okay. eat yeah. more, like it, it would probably cause so much havoc on their bodies. So it really depends on the individual, but you know, I'm not into restricting people from eating food. I love food and I would right. never want someone to tell me not to eat all this food. So I'm all for eating yummy, delicious food, but just making sure that you're nurturing your body in a healthy way. And that's a little bit different for everyone.
0: What about when it comes to like liver health? Do you find in some clients that it's really the liver that's the issue and not the gut?
1: Can that be? They're actually connected. The two are so connected. So it's very unlikely for someone to have a healthy gut, but a very congested liver or to have a very healthy liver and gut issues. They work hand in hand. And I know it kind of, it kind of sounds like, you know, how's that possible? There are like two completely different areas in the body, but whatever enters your system gets filtered by the blood. Mm-hmm. I mean, not by the blood, by the liver, right? It enters your And blood. I'm like, hmm <laughs> You know what I meant. It gets filtered yeah. by the liver. So this big Brita filter. That's how I like to explain to it, right? And when it's overburdened with toxins, it's almost like it'll resemble just to kind of give you guys like a picture, but it'll look like a dirty sponge. Like it'll be soaking wet with all these toxins. Like it needs to be wrung out really well. And yes, the liver does naturally detoxify itself, but when we're overburdening it with all these different toxins that are in our body, it needs help, it needs support, right? Like I always like to say, like you can't expect the body to do everything and perform miracles, you need to support it. And you know, when in North America, I mean, the diet that the majority of us follow and not even like, it's not even our fault. It's just what's available to us. We're exposed to so many toxins and a lot of these toxins not only congest the liver, but they're also harmful to the gut lining. And so that's why these two things go hand in hand. You've got to have the liver, liver health and the liver support, but you also have to do the gut healing. So when
0: you have your clients do the gut healing, do you also, I've heard a lot of people Uh, recommend doing a heavy metal um, detox on the liver. And that's actually something um, I've been personally thinking of doing because I um, suffer from hereditary high cholesterol. So it's I basically have a genetic disorder where um, the receptors on my liver don't function the best as they should. And so my body struggles with getting rid of the excess cholesterol that it produces. And Um, you know, right now I'm trying out the keto diet and seeing if that helps me just because it deals with fat burning, you know, so, um, but a lot of people have suggested doing also a heavy metal detox on the liver. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Right. So, you know, Whatever it is that you decide to do, you've got to, number one, make sure that you know what you're doing, that you're not just randomly like opening up a book and thinking, oh, I'm just going to do this. Because when we start dealing with um, heavy metal detoxification, you want to make sure that you're not just moving metals or heavy metals from one plate, part of the body into another. You've got to make sure that you're actually excreting it. So one, I guess what I would say is it would really depend on the individual, like if their body's ready for it. So okay. bowel movements working? Like, are you having regular bowel movements? Because if you're not eliminating, you know, every day at least once or twice a day, then I'd have concerns about that there's not proper elimination of these heavy metals. Um, and then, you know, like it, it really comes down to like a per like individualized protocol because we're all so different. We all right. have all these different issues. So it's really hard just to like give a g- generic answer. No, I understand, yeah. It'll depend on the <laughs> it's energy. a little bit of a
0: complicated um question but i i respect the fact that you're bringing that awareness and i think that's what i love about naturopathy is the fact that you know you do look at it as an individualized uh protocol i guess you could say right for each human being and you know we're not all created the same uh we all have different things that work differently in each of our systems and it would be um wrong, in my opinion, or insane to think that we can treat every single person the same exact way, which is the problem with our healthcare system, right? And that's why we're not seeing success. We're not seeing stories of people getting better. And instead, we're just increasing dosages of prescription medication instead of saying, hey, how do we lower the dosage, right? And that kind of goes into, well, what's going on with you? What's your family history like? What are you open to doing? What's really difficult for you to do? Where do you think that you would be
1: able to start and actually commit to doing this? Right. And that that's like that's the thing. You this is why these customized recommendations are so important. And you know, being a holistic nutritionist, I strongly believe in the body, the mind, and the spirit connection. So sometimes and I'll have clients who are like they eat so clean and they eat, have all their supplements and they exercise and all that. And they're like, why is, why aren't things happening for me? You got to take a look at the other pieces of the puzzle, right? Like, how are you feeling? Like how emotionally, spiritually, like what is happening on those levels? Because that's going to have an effect too. And, you know, I always tell this to people in general, but when I work with clients and I create protocols, they're never protocols for whatever, issues they have. It's always a protocol for that individual,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? Because for instance, someone can have hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's, Mm -hmm. but there can be different reasons why this manifested in the body. And it's about finding that root cause.
0: I love that. What would you say um, before we wrap up is your ultimate mission with the balanced body method and what I guess we have to look forward to seeing from you in the future.
1: So truthfully, like when I started the balanced body method, I set out my mission and it's still the same one to this day. I want to help a million women just improve their overall health and have this healthy relationship, not even just with their own selves, but in general, like with their health, with food and just really live their best life like that is what i'm all about i love it
0: um i definitely see why i was attracted to your page now (laughs) we share the same mission
1: (laughs) i love that i love that um
0: i always say that my the reason i even started the podcast i used to think about the podcast for like two years straight before i even started it because i had over the course of several years, more than a decade, yeah, when I started my health journey and just healing my thyroid. And I knew that my purpose in life was to just share the knowledge that I literally learned and bring it to light and just educate people. And yes, I could share my story over and over and over again. But with the podcast, I'm literally able to invite people like yourself to come on and share other people's stories in order to help millions of other people start living a healthier lifestyle whatever that means I don't exactly know like what steps someone will take but I feel like someone could be listening to this and something could click and they're gonna be like you know what I'm not gonna buy those chips today you know (laughs) or I'm giving up sugar and to me like That I think is the best, best feeling ever. And, you know, you are going to help a million women live healthier lives just by educating them and making them be more aware. Because when you get that woman to feel what it actually feels like to feel alive and thriving, there is no going back. We've both been there and we felt the difference. And we realized we needed to make the change, not just for ourselves, but also for the generations that are going to come after us. Right.
1: 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. And
0: also I wanted to ask you, cause I ask everyone that I invite on, um, if you could go back in time and give yourself just one piece of advice to your younger self, um, you know, just thinking about that little girl or that, you know, whatever age it was, what would you say to
1: her? Probably to be kinder to myself, you know, (laughs) probably in my own head, I was very mean to myself. And I was very judgmental of the way I looked and my appearance and all that. And even just the way I treated my body. I think, um, you know, I think we all kind of went through phases where
0: um,
1: 100% do things that probably aren't the best for your body. And so I would really just say, be kind to yourself and put yourself first. You do have to be selfish in this life because you know, if you want to be there in whatever role and whatever capacity you want to be in for others, you first have to be there for yourself. Otherwise you won't be able to be there for others.
0: Yeah. I 100% agree.
1: Um, And where can people find you? Yeah, for sure. So they can find me on Instagram at Monica Eva. There's two E's in that. Or they can come check out my website at www.monicaeva.com.
0: I love it. Monica, thank you so much for coming onto my podcast. Um, I loved having this conversation with you, and I think you're doing incredible work. And I just can't wait to see more of what you have in store for everyone. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. Thank you. Bye. Bye for now.